David wrote in Psalm 127, verse 3, Lo, children are heritage of Yahweh, and the fruit of the womb is his reward. Yes, children are a blessing, yet not everyone can enjoy the blessings that God has granted them. Ninety-five days ago, Hamas terrorists murdered 1,200 Israelis and took 240 hostages. Those hostages included the Bibas family, an Israeli family that had emigrated from Argentina and Peru. Yodan, age 34, his wife Shari, age 32, their two children, Ariel, who was age 4, and Kefer, who was 9 months. In the October 6th attack, Shari's parents, both in their 60s, were murdered by Hamas. It is despicable to take civilian hostages. It is unthinkable to take women and children. But to take an infant? Kefir's first birthday has passed since that black day. He was born on January 3rd, 2023. He's now one year old. But any remaining family do not know for certain if he is alive or dead. People in the West look at a child's first birthday as a time to rejoice and feast. Yet this child's birthday passed as a day of mourning. Many of the hostages who have been released or rescued tell of minimal food given to them when they were being held. They tell of poor living conditions and being forced to remain quiet without speaking. One hostage said that they all feared for their lives if they ever complained about anything. If these terrorists threatened adults and other children, what would they do to an infant who's crying? Are they giving Kafir proper formula? Of course, they would say they can't afford infant formula because of their desperate economic situation in Gaza. That's true. If they bought baby food, they would not be able to afford more concrete to build underground tunnels and more factories to produce the thousands of missiles that they launch at us. The January 5th Times of Israel included an interview with a hostage who had been released in exchange for 10 imprisoned Palestinian criminals. The ex-hostage reported that she had seen the Bibas father while in captivity. The terrorists had ordered this ex-hostage to tell Mr. Bibas that his wife and children were killed in an Israeli airstrike. The female hostage bravely refused and told the terrorists to look the father in the eye and deliver the news yourself. Another hostage was forced to translate the death announcement while terrorists videotaped the traumatic event. The hostage, this ex-hostage, said that Mr. Bibas had been commanded to blame Prime Minister Netanyahu for the deaths of his family. The Israeli government said this was just another in a long list of psychological torture. Israel has pointed out that another hostage had, that has already been released was listed as dead by Hamas, so we don't know their status. And where's the world outrage over the hostages? The world condemns Israel, but where's the condemnation for Hamas taking at least this one baby? Where's the Red Cross? Where's the UN? A few days ago, Israeli ambassador to the UN, Gilad Erdan, brought up this issue at the UN and challenged them. He pointed out that the UN has still not condemned the Hamas massacre. He brought a birthday cake to emphasize the child's plight. He asked that the cake be left on the podium so every speaker would see it for the day. One-fourth of Kifar's life, according to these numbers, the ambassador pointed out one-fourth of this baby's life has been spent as a hostage. He was seized before he could even say mama. He asked the UN, if this was your child, would you ignore him? Where is the outrage over this situation where we have no idea whether or not an infant is alive or dead? Just after the massacre, one Hamas official had said that the terrorists were justified 
in killing even children because the children would grow up to serve in the IDF. This baby is in his formative months. If he's alive, if he lives, if his parents live, will he recognize his parents? Will he even be able to adjust from whatever has been done to him? Israeli musicians recently released a video showing a thousand musicians and singers, including young people, playing instruments and singing at the amphitheater in Caesarea. The song is called Bring Them Home Now. It was a plea, a demand for the world to rescue the hostages. The song included the words, I will pray for you till the dawn. This is perhaps a reference to Psalm 130. My soul waiteth for Yahweh more than they that watch for the morning. I say more than they that watch for the morning. Yes, Israel is fighting with its army, and I thank God for that army. The song from the musicians is how the majority of Israelis have protested during these dark days. They sing and cry to God. They don't block streets. They don't spray paint obscene graffiti on other people's buildings. They cry to God. They sing. They wait for our children to come home. Pray for Kefir Bibas and, and all the Bibas family. Pray for the hostages. Pray for Israel. Pray.